Hey, before we get started, just want to quickly note that much of this piece was written and recorded before COVID-19 turned our world upside down. But if anything, some of the themes we explore have really come into focus since the pandemic began. So we are going to get to the virus and some of the later chapters, but for now, let's take a step back in time. You're listening to Defiant Pawns with Blake Sugarman and Tyler Stahl. This is chapter one, Names Worn Off Gravestones. When I first moved to New York, there was a place called The Little Lebowski. It was a storefront over on Thompson Street, a couple blocks south of Washington Square Park. Uh, It was a storefront that was entirely dedicated to selling Big Lebowski merchandise. Yeah, uh, they had a lot packed into this little place. I mean, magnets, bobbleheads, t-shirts, everything. You'd walk in and the shopkeeper would be there in his bathrobe, sort of like the dude in the movie. They had hand-painted cardboard cutouts of the characters. I mean, this place was great. Uh, If you like that movie. I guess, which I do, and a lot of people do, but apparently not enough. The Little Lebowski's gone. It's been closed for a while now. I remember that first time walking down Thompson Street where it used to be and thinking that somehow I'd missed it, you know? Wasn't it right there? Sure was. But now it is a shipping center. The cardboard cutout of the dude has been replaced with a sign that says, We sell boxes. And at some level, it's not surprising. You know, stores come and go. It's hard to imagine this movie from 1998 being enshrined there forever. And while a shipping center is kind of boring in comparison, it may serve the needs of this community better. Maybe. I don't know. It probably depends on who you ask. It'd be nice if there was some place for a little Lebowski, though. Somewhere. A few doors down from the shipping center, there's a place called Chess Forum. Never been in there? It's got chess sets from all over the world. Classic ones, modern ones, lots of sets with characters. There's an authentic Civil War era set with the Union facing the Confederacy. There's a plastic set made to look like Nintendo characters. It's quite the collection. And though I'd peeked in through the windows on several occasions, I'd never actually gone inside until a couple years ago. It's late at night, like, like real late, probably around midnight. I'd been roaming around the village with a friend and we'd been smoking, we were high. So when we passed by this storefront and he was like, let's go in there. I was not super receptive at first. I mean, through the windows, you could see that the the lights were on, but there was just some middle-aged man sitting in silence by himself, sort of staring into space in a despondent way, and I was not super eager to interact with that guy. Not in that moment at midnight while high. I figured the shop had to be closed. Anyway, it's not normal hours. Who knows why this guy's in there, but he does not need to deal with us. At midnight, 
that we have no intention of buying a chess set. Come on, real quick, my friend says, what are you afraid of? And I say, what the hell? And I open the door. Excuse me, are you open? And the man says, yes. Come in. So we do. My friend starts complimenting certain sets, and the man perks up. He, he likes showing them off. He removes a special one from a glass case and tells us about the artistry. We tell him we're impressed, but we're too poor to buy it, and he doesn't seem to mind. He's very gracious. His, his name is Imad, and he's the owner. I don't remember exactly how the conversation played out that night, but we didn't leave the store until after 1 a.m. Imad tells us how he's dedicated his life to Chess Forum. It's more than just a store, he says. It's a community. People go there to play and talk on a regular basis. He also offers lessons, and it's been this way for decades. But Imad is convinced Chess Forum's days may be numbered. He used to have other employees, he tells us, but now he can't afford to. Now it's just him. He's pretty much always there. until this whole city becomes a Starbucks, he asks us, and I want to say it won't happen, but then I remember that Shakespeare & Co. is now a footlocker. Yes, Shakespeare & Co., the beloved bookstore over on Broadway with wooden ladders that slid along the bookshelves and a cat who hung out in the basement by the plays and a staff who didn't mind if you just sat there and read. Shakespeare & Co. is a footlocker. I was excited to walk the streets of Greenwich Village. I wanted to get to know the places that the folk singers and beat poets and artists had loved in their day. I'd 
imagined Bleecker Street many times as I'd listened to Simon and Garfunkel growing up, so I couldn't help but be disappointed when I went to Bleecker Street and found a bunch of stores selling expensive handbags. I knew it wasn't like that in the 60s, but what I didn't know was that in just the 10 years prior to me moving to New York in 2010, 44 small businesses on Bleecker Street were replaced by chain stores. 44 small businesses on one street in one neighborhood in one decade's time closed. But it's not just that street. And it's not just New York. It's happening in cities all over the world. And Chase Banks and Starbucks popping up everywhere. And and when I see one, I I often wonder what it replaced. What's been lost to time, like names worn off of gravestones. What's really devastating is that many of these corporate stores uh, in New York, especially retail, are are not even profitable. They just want to have a physical presence here to stay on our minds and boost their sales elsewhere. It's it's a walk-in billboard, but they are pricing cultural icons out of existence. And for what reason? Remind me, because some landlord wants a bigger check in his bank account each month for doing almost nothing? Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is a footlocker. Shakespeare and Co. is now a footlocker.